What is up, goons and goonettes? It's your boy, Cisco, with a nice little impromptu. Is that the right word? Impromptu? Impromptu, sure. Yeah. Little recording. Um, this is the Horror Throwdown uh, podcast. Frasier edition? I forgot where we stood on that. <laughs> I Technically, yes, we are still doing Frasier edition. I think we've got three more Frasier editions, which might be broken up by a little bit of holiday edition before we finish Frasier. Perfect. But, uh, well, yeah. Like I said, I'm Cisco. I'm here with my co-host, Husband Trunks, and our special guest, Dad Cody. Uh, I'm back. Joseph. This is, all, this is technically all Joe's idea, but <laughs> he had to unwind a little bit. You get a couple of uh, drinks in him. He specifically said he was drinking PVRs, which I am not <laughs> assuming is a typo, but is something I, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Oh, he's definitely four drinks deep by the time he sent you that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, he was getting pretty. He was trying to start a fight in the group chat with the yeah. Dune picture. Oh, I know. Uh, so for today's episode, uh, since we wanted to make sure we put something out and there was some things we wanted to talk about, but we didn't watch any full movies, but the official trailer for Brendan Fraser's newest movie, The Whale, just came out, I believe, yesterday. I just saw it for the yeah. first time today. Uh, and then also today, the trailer for Guillermo del Toro's uh, stop motion Pinocchio movie came out, <laughs> um, which isn't technically horror i guess but you know it's guillermo del toro so it gets a pass uh, so we're going to talk about the two of these make some make some rash speculations and uh and just just talk about what what we're excited for for the rest of the year we're gonna kind of see what's still coming this year and and just just chill it's gonna be yeah. a, a chill cast yeah today. join us in the talk with talk with the trailers edition Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe, since he wasn't able to make it, did send us a statement that he liked us to read, uh, and that is, uh, Joseph Kincaid refuses to watch trailers except for when he is in theaters. His co-hosts, me and Cisco, know this. They know, and they tried to come for me. This is my formal resignation, but I will sue. Uh, we'll <laughs> see you goons next week for Incart. So Joe is both Wait, and saying, "Hold on, next week. this is his idea." Very much. And, uh, okay. Because I, I think was I like, suggested it. Okay. I'm just, just saying, because if it was his idea, he sent you guys Oh, up. Joe loves to give us ideas that he then uses to quit. <laughs> he knew that he wouldn't have to record if he came up with that idea, so that's why he told you he wanted to do it. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to try something a little new. Uh, we're going to we're going to watch these trailers together and we're going to hopefully be able to record the audio. If not, Cisco is going to do some behind the scenes magic and you won't even notice it went wrong. No, if you hear that audio, then you know it went well. If you don't hear that audio, you won't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. We're going to start with the whale first. Oops. <laughs> Fucking, okay, this is cool. a YouTube trailer. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Why is this song so sexy for a watch commercial? I, I it is. I'm turned uh, on right now. Uh, 
Do you forget the feeling? People are incapable of not caring. Shit, fuck. Okay, we're pausing there after that one. Uh, so this is the first footage I've seen, and it's the, the most even just imagery I've seen for this movie. Yeah, I don't think they released anything like about it aside from a couple of screenshots before this. So yeah, there's been one image of him floating around in uh in his heavy heavyweight makeup. Um I just to kind of break down what this movie is, I probably should have pulled this up sooner. But the whale is about a just morbidly obese man. I want to say they say he's like 600 pounds or something. Uh, and he's reconnecting with his daughter. Uh, I'm sure there is, I believe it's based on true story. I think there's probably some more specific things there. Classic Dernowski script. Yeah, it, it looks. I, I don't know, like the the way what they say in this trailer, like his whole um, you know, the only thing they really say in this is like, do do you ever think people are incapable of caring? And then he says people are amazing. That is the most like upbeat positive thing I feel like I've ever heard in any Darren Aronofsky movie. I feel like his <laughs> yeah. movies are always like everyone sucks. We're all gonna die. Let's yeah. do some heroin and be happy for five seconds. Hey, you all know how this movie's going to go. Oh, I'm going to cry so hard during oh, this whole yeah. movie. Uh, you put one of my favorite actors in his fullest spicy meatball mode. <laughs> he's and, mega meatball. <laughs> he's, he's a full <laughs> meatball sub in this movie. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. I hate that that's always what we revert to when he looks, like, <laughs> he looks bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I... I, the other half of this, this movie comes out on my birthday this year, which is just going to be a, a wild That's day. For me, sure. a great day to spend your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> just crying. Just crying in a movie theater. <laughs> watching really? a movie that better win an Oscar. Yeah, I, I hope he gets an Oscar for this. I, I hope. He, he's earned it. There has been such a push for him in just in, in pop culture, in, in social media, in, yeah. in kind of the the film verse that like something else amazing is going to have to come out yeah. or, or maybe, you know, maybe his performance is only, you know, isn't as great as everyone's saying, but I, from what I've heard, it, it looks like he is doing something great here. And I yeah. think the world is just a little, little too happy with him right now for, for this not to be something really great yeah, for him. There's that clip uh, where he got a six minute innovation, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, uh... yeah. Well, one of the things I was thinking was like, is it? I mean, sure, I'm sure his performance is great, but I think that people are just like rooting for him now. So I think that they just like mm-hmm. want to give him the respect that you know, at least we feel like he deserves. So I think that's like part of both of those things. But I mean, usually Darren Aronofsky knows how to get like good performances out of anybody he has on screen. So that's true. I and like you know, you hear about there's years where um certain actors they kind of 
it might not have been their best performance, it might not have been their best movie, but the Academy is just kind of like, oh, it's it's time for you to get it. Like when a Leo Leonardo his, DiCaprio yeah. won his, it, it wasn't his best movie, but like it was just kind of time. And I feel like that's what's going to happen here with Brendan, even though he doesn't quite have that same like this. I think if he gets nominated, would be his first. Yeah, I like, can't picture nomination. anything else. You say Monkey Bone was an Oscar worthy? I oh, I'm fully thinking Bedazzled. <laughs> like he I, played how many characters in Bedazzled? In Bedazzled? Oh, so God, I, that's all I'm saying. How many did he play that I hated? Uh, well, he gave Eddie Murphy a run for his money. He did. I, he outclumped Eddie Murphy, that's for sure. <laughs> um, I'm excited. Although, what are the odds that he dies in this movie? Well, oh. I mean, it's based on a true story, right? And it's a Darren Aronofsky film. I feel like most of his characters always die at the end. I. What was the last thing he Yeah. Because the wrestler, yeah, well, he dies. Black Swan, she dies. That's unclear. That movie. I don't, I, yeah. A lot of his movies kind of end in like a like metaphorical, yeah. just like the world has twisted into a thing and you, you don't really know what's actually happening anymore. Well, James like Franco the, made it through, right? Well, which was James Franco in? Oh, maybe I'm getting the directors mixed up. Did something called Mother Psychological Horror. I haven't seen that one. Mm, I forgot about Mother. I haven't seen that one yet. And then he did Noah, which is based on Noah's Ark, so. I haven't seen a lot of his movies, to be honest. I want to see Noah because I feel like everything I've saw about that movie is like we're gonna do what every Hercules movie has done to like the Greek, the ancient Greek religion. We're gonna do that to Christianity. Like there are giant rock monsters in that movie, which they edited out of all the trailers because they didn't want people to know how much of a fantasy movie that was gonna be. No. <laughs> Upset the rock people culture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for this. This is definitely one of my one of my kind of like ones I want to make sure I see before kind of Oscar season. One of my kind of like heavy, yeah, like drama movies. I I feel like this year there's there's several that I've heard of and I'm I'm kind of interested in, but like there's only two or three that I think are really going to get me get me into theaters this year. I think that uh, pretty almost anybody else we would be like, oh, the movie looks interesting. But knowing it's Brendan, I think we're feeling a little bit more uh, I, invested. Yeah, you know? no, you're you're totally right. If it was anybody else, I would be less interested. It's interesting that uh, so the they only named three actors in the, the trailer. So it's Brendan Fraser, Sadie Sink, and then a third name I didn't recognize, but uh, Hong Cho. Yes, I believe that was right. But it's it's interesting to see Sadie Sink taking the jump from like horror Netflix to, horror movies yeah. to like a pretty big kind of Oscar contender for this year. She is really good. So <laughs> there is that. But um yeah, I mean obviously it's different from what we've seen her in, you know, doing so many mm-hmm. horror movies and stuff. So um but good for her, you know. Sorry, <laughs> you're probably seeing my screen still. Yeah. I'd... Just trying to see if there's any other important information we would want to touch on. I don't know why Samuel D. Hunter sounds familiar. Maybe it's just because I knew that he wrote this. Yeah, I don't know. I thought he sounded familiar. Uh, so it looks like he is a playwright. 
maybe that's where I've seen his name before. Uh, he so in addition to writing this, he wrote. He was a staff writer for the show Baskets, which is that's about, about it. it, or at least movie wise. I'm I'm sure. So he won a MacArthur Fellowship for his work as a playwright. Um, so I'm assuming there's lots of great information to find about him. Yeah. It's just not on IMDb. <laughs> Okay. Uh, do we have any more last-minute little things we want to mention about this? Yeah, I mean, I so he is he didn't get that big for the movie. I'm assuming, right? Like, he uh, I don't think so uh, because I, he I, he has put on a lot of weight over the past yeah, yeah ten yeah. years, He's, I guess. So he he is pretty big right now, but uh, they've definitely added a lot. To right. for this, it's I didn't realize like, he was that heavy before you said it. So probably like two sixty, like, two seventy, nothing like massive, but no, no, no. I mean, he's also like he's a really tall guy. That's true. So. Yeah, so that's probably normal for him. Um, but yeah, he he has not looked like George of the Jungle in <laughs> twenty years at least. I think it's I mean, time to bring him back for a remake. I, mean, I what's funny is you keep there is. I keep hearing rumors about possibly doing a new like mummy mummy in particular, but yeah. like a, uh, he, he keeps kind of getting floated and in, in different things. I'm like, yeah, I would love to see him do another mummy. If you did another mummy with him, he would have to be playing like the retired uncle. <laughs> like I, I think he hurt his back bad enough. I, I don't be, know if he could get back into the shape. Be, he was in. You know, you know, the moment they had the pilot that just wanted to do Die yeah, exactly. Yeah, he. <laughs> could be him. He's like, I'm ready to be taken out by a curse. Wouldn't yeah. that be kind of sad though if Brendan couldn't come back to do a Mummy remake, but then you have, or not Mummy remake, another sequel, but you got Harrison Ford coming back as Indiana Jones again? Like that dude is in his 80s, and he's. I I feel, I feel like Brendan I feel would try like to if, get in shape if there was a Mummy sequel or treacle or whatever. I think that's he would what try I hope. Best. Yeah. They they would do something like they would change. There, there would have to be. I mean, maybe, maybe he could get back in shape, and I would love to see that because I. It'd also be just good for him overall. Yeah, I, I think he's the kind of actor that it would be sad for, for us to lose lose him, yeah. especially at a point like now. And if yeah. if doing something like that got him back in shape, that would be great. Although I'm, you know, I'm not one to advocate for yeah, anybody losing a lot of weight. I'm be a fair, big old yeah. chunky boy. I mean, yeah, to be fair, he. He had a George Jungle body. I've never had one, so I can't judge him. <laughs> yeah. Um, but speaking of uh, another big boy. Oh, Toro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, ooh, which big boy are we talking about? Yeah. Are you talking about me? Okay, let's watch this trailer and we'll we'll go from there. From my many wanderings on this earth. I had so much to say about imperfect fathers and imperfect sons and about loss and love. I've learned that there are old spirits who rarely involve themselves in the human world, but on occasion, they do. I want to tell you a story. It's a story you may think you know, but (laughs) you don't. A story. The Wooden Boy. Where am I? I feel as though you've been here before. 
This looks great to me. I'm I'm a sucker for animation all around, but uh, especially stop motion. Yeah, and especially with like Guillermo del Toro like look to it and everything too. It's going to be great. And the cast is I just looked up the cast and it's like there's a lot of big names in this movie. Yes, yeah, there definitely is. Uh I what's funny is in my head I keep getting cuz there we got the Disney remake of Pinocchio that came out play that earlier movie? this year. Do you want me to play that trailer? Yeah. I've never seen it. I'm, I'm, I watched any... both. I was going to make it. I, I couldn't like organically make a joke about me <laughs> watching that one, but not this one. <laughs> but I have no desire. Listen, Robert Zemeckis made my favorite movie of all time. I do not trust him making movies anymore. Yeah, we, 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 <laughs> so... we, we talked about him last time, about how he's just been quiet quitting forever. Yeah. I, Okay, we're we're not gonna spend the rest of this time shitting on, <laughs> yeah, yeah, on we, Zemeckis, we, we, but we did that two episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> what I will say is it's yeah, like that movie also had a pretty stacked cast. Uh but it's yeah, I keep damn. like getting the casts mixed up. Like uh, in in the Guillermo del Toro one, uh, it's Ewan McGregor playing Jiminy Cricket. Um which actually I'm not even sure if that's the cricket's real name. Uh, it's a, it's he's a metal cricket. He was a robot cricket, right? Or he just looked fancy. I have no clue. Sebastian J. Cricket. Sebastian J. Okay, see, because what Sebastian. watching this trailer for the first time earlier today, what I realized is I know nothing about the Pinocchio story yeah. that isn't from the Disney cartoon. Ooh, yep. I, I got you there, baby. Um, again, shout out to my uh, one of my favorite podcasts, uh, the one that tells the real story of Disney. I'm definitely not feeling air till I can get the name Disney Story Origins podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but these are my favorite ones and i actually watched a little bit because i listened to this podcast almost a year ago but i listened a little bit more pinocchio and i'm pinocchio's a real real asshole right. in the in the original one. Oh, i bet he's a real real stinker if you will well by I, these two movies just look at the metacritic score and that's going to tell you everything you need to know <laughs> about the one? quality this one's 38 if you Oof. go back to to the other one, you'll see. Like it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I'll just tell you. Uh Metacritic score is 90 for wow. the, yeah. Which to me means a lot more than like a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes and 90 Metacritic score is insane. I yeah. Metacritic I, I don't know, I don't understand how Metacritic system works, but uh it it is like you know, anytime you have that big of, of desperation on any any like rating system, review system, like you, mm-hmm. you know there's just a vast quality difference. Uh sorry, the the background of the IMDB page is showing clips <laughs> and like this movie just looks good. Beautiful, just absolutely beautiful. Yeah, it's hit me with the James and Giant Peach and Nightmare Before Christmas vibes. Mm-hmm. I it is it's very, very much, like like yeah. so much more than like obviously we just had Tom Selleck's uh Window and Wild, but just mm-hmm. like watching that trailer just, and those yeah. clips like this that reminds me more of those times than Window Wild did. Which I mean Window Wild was great, don't get me wrong, but like just yeah, just watching yeah. 
the trailer and those little clips that was going on, just like the color, the way the trees, floor, everything mm-hmm. looks. Is so I, much like early nineties, two thousands. I it it has like very specific notes of like a, a lack like like yeah movie like of um yeah you know, that like there's I something started uh, yeah i started the uh, uh missing link actually and i really need mm-hmm. to finish that because it's it remind like this is the same like this looks just okay, like yeah. it i it looks very specifically like that but there's also every now and then just flashes of of henry Selick of yeah. of nightmare before christmas like mm-hmm. there's like it is the perfect blend of i think some of the, the two biggest like kind of names in in live or in stop motion which i'm trying to i like the design that went with pinocchio in this one sort of just like "Mm." oh yeah he's like oh like there's a i think there's a longer trailer too uh than the one we watched there's like the um there's like a two and a half minute trailer and then like you see a little bit more but when his nose grows from lying like it looks like a branch growing like kind of breaking off and everything yeah i Mm -hmm. like that look at that cast I, it's a pretty impressive cast. Oh, Christopher like, Watson here too. Yeah. Yes. Aside from the the kid who plays Pinocchio, I recognize and like basically everybody else in this movie. I Gregory Man. Gregory Man. He looks vaguely familiar. We have to have seen him in something else. Doesn't look like it. He's only done three movies: Victoria, and the Guernsey Literature. Yeah, the Guernsey's literacy. Yeah, that's probably where I've seen it from Hot Trunks. I no, I I haven't seen it, but it has been on my Netflix list for so long. I want to. Oh, really? It looks so delightful. (laughs) But yeah, I'm surprised. So good for Mm. this kid. This is a big, this big role. Yeah. So I'm trying to find um, just some information on the the production studio behind this because Netflix is is putting it out. But like, there's only so many stop motion houses out there, so I I doubt they've like fully well, put I mean, something together for this. Like, it's Guillermo del Toro. So. It says here mm-hmm. production on Wikipedia, it's Netflix Animation, the Jim Henson Company. Okay, uh, that I you know what I did see that, and that that makes sense. Like Shadow Machines, and then Path Pathy Pathy. Those are the only oh, ones that have it. Okay, so Shadow Machine, if I'm not mistaken, they are. The, the kind of animation studio with um, Robot Chicken. I yeah, Robot that Chicken, was... Moro Oral. Also yeah. makes sense. Okay. Bo Jack Horseman, they did. I mean, that's kind of crazy, too. Like, Oh, they did, they're doing the, the 23 Clone High. I like that. I love Clone High. There you go. Yeah, I know you'd like that one. <laughs> but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Jim Henson. Mm-hmm. I, there's some Henson, like, you know, not Muppets, but. Uh, like there, I, I'm. You can get some labyrinth and a uh, dark crystal vibes out of it. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah, there's I mean, a, a very the, beautiful dark tone. Yeah. Oh, that weird. Uh, yeah. What's my boy Monkey that's been following him? Is that is that is that Giuseppe or whatever the cast name was? <laughs> I, maybe. <laughs> I, so that's something I'm kind of wondering because uh, I think traditionally the Pinocchio story is set in. Italy. It's like Italy. Yeah, I guess Italy has to be Italy. Pinocchio. That makes sense. Yeah. The That's Italian. Sorry, but um, some of the some of the the visuals we see in this, uh, there's a kind of god creature they show at one point. Played by Tilda which, Swanson. Yeah, which looks very. I think so. Right. Looks slightly Aztec kind of 
to me. I don't know. Maybe that's I was, almost I was thinking almost a, like almost like a chimera. Yeah, but like I, I am getting some like you know, and I would love if Guillermo del Toro is like, yeah, I'm gonna take this classic Italian movie and I'm gonna make it as Mexican as possible. <laughs> <laughs> like I would love it. Fuck it. I mean. If you, know, if you know if you know Spanish, you can pretty much learn Italian. I think same thing. If you know Italian, you can pretty much learn Spanish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, the, I, the romantic languages are all more or less the same. More same, yeah. Pizza, the more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, pizza is just Italian for burrito. Uh, Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> That's just Italian for Chevys. <laughs> <laughs> I so I'm high for it. I'm ready. I like it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited, excited for this to one watch too. It. Um, I know. I'll, I'll be def- honest though. I uh, I was like, I'll watch anything Guillermo del Toro makes. Like I haven't seen anything I don't like. But to be honest, I'm not a big fan of the episodes I've seen of Cabinet of Curiosities. I'm I so I that it. I'm we differed there a lot because I <laughs> I need to watch uh, this. I loved ninety percent of that show. I, it was like it a lot of what Guillermo del Toro puts out feels like he is just ripping pages out of my diary and putting it on <laughs> just on in your house. <laughs> I yeah like legitimately with, help. like shape of water night. I was watching that I was like oh my god this is everything I could have wanted well, so there's, I, a, there's a book I want to get that's kind of based off or kind of like shape of water I don't think it's the same one but it's the exact same like story woman falls in love with like a sea creature it's called mrs caliban i haven't heard of that it was that one it's pretty much shape of water which like i'm, I'm all for i like that story obviously creature of the black lagoon we, we can never mm-hmm. not, not talk about i like i i think we talked about this recently and i think joe even said there is one kind of on the books that's supposed to be coming out in the next few years possibly but every time they they try to reboot the universal monsters that's always forgotten. I it well, which makes sense. It's it's third string. Like if you're trying to reboot Universal Monsters, yeah, your first yeah, yeah. stop is going to be Wolfman and Frankenstein. Uh, Frankenstein. Um, yeah, Wolfman, Frankenstein, Dracula. Those are your top three. The fact that the Mummy has is up there. Yeah, that's true. has like got so much plays is always amazing to me. But like, yeah, Invisible yeah. Man, that's Wolf. A, that's the uh, second tier. Mm-hmm. I and again, Visible Man, like they they did a remake with that one recently, and it was mm-hmm. it was great. So I think that you just need to like you know put it in the right hands, basically, and then you can make it more mainstream, and mm-hmm. you know. And I think that that's like if they found just the right guy for you know creature for the Black Lagoon, like that would be a lot of fun to watch. I mean, this is just like I, Shape of Water, was it? We I legitimately wonder if Shape of Water was Guillermo's pitch for a creature from the Black Lagoon movie and they were just like, no, we're, yeah. we're not gonna do that. So he was just like, fuck you, I'll do it on <laughs> my own. Exactly. I think so, yeah. I because like it you know the 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 resemblance in the creatures is pretty okay. close. But like yeah. story wise it's completely unique. So I I see how it's easy for him to do that without though those rights. He found a way. He did. What's your guys' favorite Guillermo del Toro movie or project? Shape of Water for sure for me. I do like Pan's Labyrinth. But mm-hmm. I love Shape Pan's Labyrinth. I love the fantasy story in Pan's Labyrinth. I haven't uh, seen Antlers yet. He's just a producer on that one. No. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, it, for for what he's directed, Shape of Water's my number one. But before that came out, um, Devil's oh. Backbone was my favorite. I do still need to see that. Devil's Backbone is uh, I so I've I've seen Guillermo del Toro a couple times at at Comic Con, um, and he's always amazing just to hear talk about movies because he's he loves them. But um, he. I remember there was one person got up to ask a question that a lot of people don't get up. And the first thing that he was like, Oh, I, I love this or that, whatever they worked on. It was like the third person in a row who got up and was like, uh, Pan's Labyrinth is one of my favorite movies. And he, he cuts him off. He's like, you guys know, like, yeah, Pan's Labyrinth was great, but like, go watch devil's backbone. That's like, that's like probably my best movie. (laughs) (laughs) Is it in uh, English or Spanish? It's in Spanish. It, It was, um, let's see trying to think of i used to know his like release history i think devil's backbone i think devil's backbone might have been what he did between oh the filmography i have it it's between no, that's like, I'm gonna check mimic and blade 2 between mimic and blade 2 so it's the second movie right uh no one two three, oh no four, chronos five. he had doña lupe geometria chronos was 1993 that was his mm-hmm. third one Mick was four, then 2001 was Devil's Backbone. Okay. Yeah, because I, I know he came off of um, eight. he came off of Mimic very upset with like Studio Hollywood just because uh-huh. he, he had this great idea, great movie, and then he made it and then the studio just like ripped it apart and just took everything he liked out of it. So he, he kind of was like, okay, well I'm going back to making Spanish language language films and doing what I want to do. And he put out a masterpiece. They went back to blade two. <laughs> then he goes back to blade two, which again, masterpiece. Blade two is really good. I like and, it. Then he did Hellboy, which I like Hellboy. Hellboy I like good. both Hellboy of the Hellboy. Yeah. I, I remember. So when the third Hellboy movie came out, which, not third in the series, but third to be made the, the David Harbor one. I remember watching that and just being like, I'm watching this just because like, because of want... the legacy kind of <laughs> kind of like, yeah, I feel yeah. obligated to like, you know, I like David Harbor. I like yeah, Hellboy, sure. but like I was very, the whole time being like, you know, it'd be better if it was Guillermo del Toro and Ron Perlman. <laughs> and the whole time throughout that movie, I was just like, Oh, you know, this is fucking really good. So I enjoyed that at all. I have a really big soft spot for um, movies that were meant to launch cinematic universes that didn't pan out. That's how I feel about Spawn. <laughs> like you feel a little like sorry for him, so you because like, I'm watching you like this is decent. <laughs> if this came out when Iron Man came out and they fell follow through on all these things they were clearly trying to set up, like it would have worked. So. I just kind of <sighs> it, when I saw the new Hellboy, I was a little bit disappointed. Um, Maybe it's because of the first two being, I really like the first two a lot, mm-hmm. um, but it kind of made me feel the way I feel about DC movies where they try to write like funny jokes and like one-liners and stuff and they don't quite hit. And I feel like that that's kind of how the new Hellboy was and that's, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. So I, I will agree with that is I feel like a lot of the, the personality Hellboy has throughout that, he, he kind of just spends the whole movie complaining yeah, he's angsty. He's like, he's, he's, he's like very, he's very angsty. angsty. 2000s horror movie. <laughs> yeah. I, but like, so for me, the stuff I love is there's the whole sequence with the Baba Yaga in that, which is just like disgusting and like twisted. Yeah. And like, I loved it. But there's also a lot of just kind of like, even the parts where it's not Hellboy, like what they're doing with a uh, BPRD and 
kind of the other characters from the the Hellboy universe. Like there's so much there where it's like any one of these stories that you're kind of hinting at, I would love to follow and like yeah. watch more of. So it it just I thought it world built really well. I I'm I wish that it did better so they would feel the need to do a sequel. Mm-hmm. Um because I feel like the sequel would be better. But um I don't know, like you know how it is sometimes on the first watch you have like your instinctual feeling about a movie and then you try to like go against that when you try to watch it again and be like oh well now i know what happened so i that's true if i went back and rewatched it i don't know how it would feel i remember when um the warcraft movie came out the first time i, I watched that, that i was like oh this is pretty good and then i tried to show it to a friend and rewatch it i was like oh this is hot trash <laughs> like i came back and was just like oh i'm not into it anymore <laughs> okay well now that we've got so far off topic, let's. I'll say one thing before we go. That. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Talking about that, I kind of want them. Kind of want Jordan Peele to do a Spawn movie. That would be really cool. I think it'd work well. I think he can make that work. First, like Black. I don't know. If Spawn is a. He's more of an anti-hero, right? Kind of in the Punisher. Yeah. Area. I maybe. maybe I think little... he is more of a hero than. I don't know. Anti-hero now just get uses to be like, we're making a movie about a villain and we want them to be the hero. I guess that's true. So, but yeah, he, he's very kind of like the Punisher where he's like, he's not a, I don't know. I, I don't know enough about the character to say he's not a good person, but he's like, he, he's kind of a force of evil doing yeah, Cause he's, he's come back just from fighting granted, granted everyone. Yeah. In that, in that universe is just as bad. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that uh, Todd McFarlane, the the original creator of Spawn, yeah. is working on a movie right now <gasps> for, yeah. for Spawn. Yeah. He's been yeah, working on that. it for for years, though. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens. I like the Spawn movie. It's, not uh, it's, it's getting some it's some legs. So that's yeah. good. Yeah, I'm I'm down for it. I will watch. I like a '90s Dark. like independent comic. Yeah, Dark Horse, right? That was, I believe, Dark Horse. Yeah. But like from my limited comic knowledge mm-hmm. stuff like stuff like that's a, a good time actually it might have been image it might have been one of the first image comics okay, maybe. um god there was a time where i would have known that, that so quickly <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had this podcast back when we were in college <laughs> I, exactly i unfortunately have really dialed back my comic yeah. book reading um pretty much just read random marvel ones and then as much star wars comics as i can Okay, well, here we go. So what we're going to do now is uh, I've got a list of all the movies that are being released for the rest of this year. Um, And just I'm going to name off some of these that are recognizable. I saw the two I'm most excited about come out the same day. Yeah, I know. So we will we'll talk some of these over and and see what you guys see what you guys have to say. I'll put it in. I'll put a poll on Spotify. You can do that. That would be cool. Uh, so I think I'm going to skip this first set because I think this is going to get released after those. So we're starting with the weekend of November 18th. And looks like baby. the menu. That's right. The menu is coming out on November 18th. I'm excited for that one. What oh, yeah. No, he looks great. Like uh, even Ashlyn and I never agree on the same movies <laughs> no, almost never and then she, we house. went to the movies last night and then she looked over the me and she's like i want to see that and i'm like perfect like i can't wait to see i yeah the first time uh 
me and my wife saw the trailer for that. We were both just like, are you telling me there's a horror movie coming out? That's about food. Like I mean, <laughs> that's yeah. our two main genres, food shows and horror yeah. movies. <laughs> <laughs> Everything we could want in one place. Let's see. So the other three coming out that day are she said Taurus and the inspection. I don't know any of this. I, I feel like a bad person, but yeah, I've, I've heard of, she said Taurus is a music biopic. Uh, skip. <laughs> Who is this about? Taurus has Megan Fox double skip Ruby Rose. Yeah, I this for saying it's a biography. It doesn't just, tell me who it's a biography. Yeah, of. it just follows the last days of a rising but problematic musician. Which musician? Well, which one? Yeah, <laughs> I, like it. So her character's name is just May. I wonder if this is one where they couldn't get the rights to someone to someone, so they're doing something like about them. Kind of like they did with uh, Janis Joplin that one time. Are you talking about in a in? Oh shit! <laughs> in Thirty Rock, they do a, a yeah, fake yeah. Janis Joplin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you got me out. Oh, okay. So it looks like it's about Mac Miller. Oh, is it? But they've gender swapped Mac Miller. Okay, they just took his life. I have no clue. Oh, it's written by Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, I have no interest <laughs> in this. <laughs> I I don't watch like I don't like many like music biography like biopics. I I just can't get into them. Yeah. This okay. Is a, yeah. This I, is a I agree. skip for me. But she said I have heard of Yeah, I've heard of it, but I don't Which know is yeah, it's about, about the it. um, it's about the New York Times reporters who kind of broke the the Me Too oh. movement. Mm, okay. Which um that that's the type of movie I, I get real into. Something like um like that um what was that uh, one that came out with uh Octavia? With Octavia. The, the Octavia Spencer? Of, yeah, Octavia Spencer. What what is she the like tra- a reporter? Or? The Chicago Seven, the trial. Oh, the trial oh, of Chicago, Chicago Seven. Yeah. yeah, so that one really got me. But I was thinking yeah. more like, um, <laughs> what's the what's the one about the Catholic priests? About the newspaper that broke that story with um, Satan's Alley. Sorry, don't be quiet. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Robert oh, God, Sam loves it. He goes on about it. Um, uh, Florida Project. No, hang on. Give me one Blade. second. <laughs> <laughs> There's other ones he always talks about. It's got Mark Ruffalo in it. Yeah. Spotlight. Spotlight. Oh. oh, got it. Uh which I love Spotlight. So I that's kind of what I'm hoping this one is feels like. like. Yeah. Okay. Uh so the next weekend we have four movies coming out, which Ooh, some big boys. Uh three of them I've heard of and am decently excited for. The fourth one I haven't heard of, but like it looks really good, though. Yeah. So there's uh, the Fablemans. Fable, Fablemans. That's going to be, you know what? I talk, well, we're going to talk about Glass Onion in a second, but um, Fablemans is probably the one I'm most excited about I, for the rest of the year. I get that. <laughs> I I don't quite agree, but um, so it's it's Steven Spielberg's new movie for anyone who doesn't know. Uh, and it, I'm hard pressed not to get excited for a Steven Spielberg movie. However, Thank you. Even E.T. <laughs> little cardboard Especially box. Like a freak. E. Yeah, a little, little. 
<laughs> Show the one you motherfucker. That's right. <laughs> I, if you haven't yet, uh, follow some of us on on Letterboxd. Cisco loves the. Cisco just joined the game and is is putting terrible things on words <laughs> and putting them online for everybody to see. I got one random person following me. They like they like my takes. Good, good, good. But yeah, uh, Fableman. First of all, I'm having trouble saying the name, which bothers me. The Fablemans. Fablemans. Oh, is that supposed? That's the character's last name. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, um, Sammy Fableman. Okay, here I was thinking it was like the men who tell fables, which I'm sure is partially supposed to be. Uh, But I don't know. Uh, It looks great. It looks amazing. I'm sure it's gonna. It's like based on his story. It. It doesn't say it is, uh, but from I, I took a class on on Spielberg in in college, and uh, just watching the trailer, it was very like a lot of what I was seeing was like, yeah, this. I remember long classes talking about very specifically this. Well, I think it's like more of his like he's showing his passion in filmmaking by putting it in this movie. Because that's what the movie is basically about. It's like passion yeah. filmmaking. Yeah, I yeah, it's about family. I mean, it's about family drama. I'm sure there's going to be a lot about divorce and kind of broken family here, and how uh, a young child in the '60s, '50s, '60s is is coping with that through filmmaking, which is very much Spielberg's life story. Yeah. Um, okay, so the other three this weekend are Bones and All. Devotion and Strange World. Uh, oh, Strange World. Strange World is, again, one of those movies that somebody at Disney like snuck into my house, stole my diary, and it's made very a movie you. for me. It is very yeah. me. Um, so I, I can't wait for that. I'm, I'm sure we've touched on it oh. plenty on this, but I'm a big Disney, Disney yeah. fan, a big animation fan. Uh, well, I was thinking of Glass Onion and, and part of that too. I know it's technically like a Netflix release, uh, December twenty third, but like it's getting a week uh, theatrical release. That's um, right. That day, so we actually right. got tickets for that for our San Diego boys. We got tickets for that. That should be fun. Uh, I, me and Joe, we're gonna try to do that, but I, I don't think we're gonna end up getting to see that. We'll, we'll see something else though. Um, so bones and all is another one that we've, we've got a couple friends that are really hyped for this one. It's uh, directed by, um, Luca, uh, (laughs) Guadagnino. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. That's an Italian. Uh, yeah, but, uh, so the director of the, the superior remake and, um, call me by your name. So, uh, just a, a very a director who I think can do very artistic, very beautiful movies uh, it, while still messing around with the horror genre. Uh, this looks like he read some YA <laughs> yeah. like, horror fiction and is like, I'm going to make this the most fucked up Christmas movie of the year. <laughs> like Christmas era release, not about Christmas. I mean, so we have Sign and Daily Night. That's a hard one to beat. Yeah. That's true. So again, I'm sure I will like this if and when I see it. 
I like it too. Yeah, I, I'm not rushing to to go see this one. Although yeah. I I know people who are this is well, Dice is going to force us. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll go. Yeah, <laughs> he pays. He's rich enough to follow us. <laughs> <laughs> I then the last one that weekend is Devotion, which I know basically nothing about. It clearly looks to be a. I was going to say World War II, but maybe not World War II. It's a, a Korean, Korean War, War uh, fighter pilot movie, which I like. I like some plane movies. I like Jonathan Majors. So I, I that's like the big that. thing for me. I love Jonathan Majors. So I will, I will watch that on home release for Jonathan Majors. Dude, he's blowing up too. Like he's going to do so much big stuff. He is. He, you know, he's going to be the, what he's going to be the big bad in phase five or whatever. I that's yeah. He is a uh, definitely going to be one of the big, big villains upcoming. Well, Speculation is he's going to be one yeah. of the big villains. Yeah. Well, he's got to be one of the main big Avengers movie coming up has has his character's name on it. So unless yeah. there's some major twist we aren't expecting, he he should be around for a few few movies coming up. Okay, uh, okay. So December second, that's the first weekend of December. There's three hey. movies: uh, Marlowe, which I haven't heard of, but I'm assuming is about. Um, is this a Philip Marlowe story? Is that what we're? Yeah. Okay. I can get into this. Uh, Philip Marlowe, as I believe I remember correctly, is the the name of the detective in. Oh no, I was going to say Maltese Falcon, but that's same same Spade. I want to think. Philip Marlowe is one of those classic kind of film noir detective characters, though. Uh, so this looks like Liam Neeson doing a film noir movie. Which I'll take it. Yeah, sounds good to me. Like, uh, so do you want you into uh, L.A. noir for a while? Yeah, the game. Oh, uh, when that game came maybe out, maybe a little. Yeah, you, it was for, fun. I was for, terrible at it for the longest time. All you ever played was Frank Sinatra when we got in the car. <laughs> which, I, mean, I won't complain. I like Frank Sinatra. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I have my phase. <laughs> I only yeah. play Frank Sinatra when I'm cooking spaghetti. That's the role. <laughs> <laughs> and just like this the whole time. When I watch a scene. The first one or second one? Second one. They don't they didn't bring uh, back Mikey Mouse in the second one, unfortunately. No, they, did, they did not. I mean, there's no way okay. you really could have run him back. The uh, <laughs> second movie coming out this weekend, Savage Salvation. Have either of you guys heard of this? No, but I no. think we might have a different list of movies that Joe's <laughs> <laughs> got this the secret list. Because there's on one on the, on the on the on the December second that I'm super excited for. It's uh, Violent Night. That's right. I was I was working my way up to that one. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, Violent Night looks like a lot of. It just looks. It, fun. it looks like fun. It looks like fun. Yeah. It, it looks like Home Alone meets the Fat Man. <laughs> well, you know, it's like it's from without the any of the problematic of. Uh, um, nobody and Bullet Train. I love both of those movies. That's so. true. So it's it's David Harbour is Santa Claus who gets wrapped up in a <laughs> old man thriller style action movie. <laughs> but <laughs> I, what else could you want? It's got Beverly D'Angelo in it, who, um, if I'm not mistaken, is the the mom in my favorite Christmas movie of all time. Yeah, National Lampoons and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, got it. Okay, that's right. Sorry, I'm like trying to check things as I'm saying them, which makes <laughs> me just kind of. Uh, 
Yeah. yeah, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which my favorite Christmas movie of all all time. One of them. I don't want to give two. Two uh pod <laughs> two solid of answers. Yeah. And then John Leguizamo too. Like there's you know, what if uh, Santa Claus was John Wick? Basically. That's, that's what this movie is. He's got uh, some good one-liners in there too. I like it. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. Well, another one that comes out that, you know, like I haven't seen any trailers or anything on it, but it sounds interesting. It's um, called Emancipation. It's got Will yeah. Smith directed by Antoine Fuqua, who's, I actually like him a lot as a director. I feel like that movie is just like that is the direct response to um to the Oscar Oscars last year to so the whole yeah. the whole scandal cuz i feel like he's like uh, will smith was very gracious in his like yes i understand they're taking me out of the, the academy i you know blah 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 i deserve it i did this whatever i think at the same time though he's about to try to put out a movie it's like like just yeah, are you sure you don't want to give me another Oscar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but I he just won his. Like speaking of the the actors finally getting their Oscar, he he did just get his. Um okay, so moving on to the week after December 9th, we have a movie called Spoiler Alert. I haven't heard of it as Jim yeah. Parsons and Sally Field. Oh, interesting. I might oh, go I look at the trailer for that at some point because that I don't know what it's about, but that sounds mildly entertaining. Oh, Michael Showalter did some other stuff I like, too. Oh, is that a Michael Showalter movie? Yeah. Okay, Mm -hmm. then I am fully engaged. I I am down for that. Sounds kind of sad. I'll watch it. Oh, Bill Irwin? This sounds good. Okay, the story of Michael and Kit's relationship that takes a tragic turn when Kit is diagnosed with terminal cancer. Sounds Trent's kind of gonna cry in that one too. I might. So this looks like <laughs> it is a. I think this is. Uh, this looks like it's gonna be kind of a gay romantic comedy situation, which I love to see Jim Parsons getting to play who he actually is instead of just <laughs> Leonard or uh, um, whatever his name is. Sheldon. On Sheldon. Yeah, that looks like it could be interesting. I might be into that. I'll watch it. Okay. The the other one we already talked about from this week uh the whale so we we know yeah. what the main thing i'm going to see this day is big boy mm-hmm. and then the <laughs> last one is oh a new movie from sam mendez who i i'm i like sam mendez he has done some some pretty great movies I, uh, I think i've only seen 1917 and the james bond movies he's done i think that's it oh james bond 1917 is a great is a mm-hmm. great movie. I so he also did. Oh, I'm looking at producer, but uh, he. Oh, I'm he did Citizen Kane. I don't think he did do Citizen Kane. Oh, he did Jarhead. He did Jarhead. He did Road to Perdition, Road to American Beauty, Away We Go. Revol- Dude, he he does so many heavy Road. hitters. It's crazy. Like he he's he's definitely one of those directors you kind of have to have to pay attention to when they're doing something. Yeah. Um, okay, so Empire of Light. What's the story on this one? A drama about a power, about the power of human connections during ter- turbulent times, set in an English coastal town in the early 1980s. That doesn't give me a lot of detail, <laughs> but 
I'm watching the trailer with sound off right now, and it starts with <laughs> Toby Jones starting up a film uh, like projector. Jones. So, yeah, I in the cast in this is is pretty Ooh. exciting. Olivia Coleman, the- Colin Firth, Toby Jones. I like Olivia Coleman too. Mm-hmm. I like Colin Firth. I love Colin Firth. Um, there is another movie on the ninth that apparently is coming out. I have a feeling it's going to go straight to video. It's called Christmas Bloody Christmas. Did you guys see anything <laughs> yeah, on that? Sure. <laughs> I can I, I just read I the synopsis something. real quick? Yeah, read the synopsis. It's Christmas Eve, and fiery record store owner Tori Toom just wants to get drunk and party until the robotic Santa Claus at a nearby toy store goes haywire and makes her night more than a little complicated. Santa Claus becomes uh, or begins a rampant killing spree through the neon-drenched snowscape against a backdrop of drugs, sex, metal, and violence, ultimately oh, forcing Tori into a blood-splattered battle for survival against a ruthless heavy metal Saint Nick himself. That sounds amazing. I so what I'm hearing is it is. It's, it's robot. It's robot Santa Silent Night from Deadly Futurama. Night with, <laughs> yes. Oh my yeah. God. Okay. Yeah. That's, I, mean, I we're gonna have to put that on the list because uh, I think we should watch that over Zoom. Watch my together. We might. We might. Maybe we'll do a, a we'll live. Do, uh, we'll do a stream. No one will come, but we'll do a stream. We'll do a live voiceover for that one. You should uh, look up the um, the poster because he looks awesome too. What was it called again? Bloody, bloody. Is that the Santa? Yeah. That looks like Robot Santa. Yeah, that's it really insane. Does. I guarantee you that was an influence. Yeah. Okay. So now we're going to go to December 16th, which that's has the yep. uh, maybe it. the biggest, most anticipated movie of the year of all time. Mm-hmm. Ever. The Almond and the Seahorse. Starring Rebel Wilson, uh, Charlotte Gainsborough. I legitimately, I I might actually check this one out. I I do like this cast. What's this movie about? An archaeologist and an architect fight to reimagine a future after traumatic brain injury leaves them adrift from the people they love. Yeah, this looks cute and fun. It was a book first. It was a picture of a brain and a seahorse. You can tell me about it. I'm not going to see that. Uh, whoa, whoa, I'm going to make you watch this one somehow. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to. You're going to wake up one morning, Cody, and you're going to be like, "Well, oh, I watched The Almond and the Seahorse." Like you have to see this. It's amazing. That's funny. There's so there's two movies that potentially will show a seahorse on screen that come out that weekend. Because the other movie that weekend yeah. is Avatar: The Way of Water. Is seahorse in there? I'm. I mean, it's underwater. How do you have an underwater movie and not show even one seahorse? I feel like you'd show like sharks and manta rays. I'm pretty sure even in Jaws they showed a seahorse. That's very true. I don't know about that. I they definitely did in the Meg. That's true. And Deep Blue Sea. And Ghost Ship. What movie is this? Wounded Fawn. Uh so I don't know. I I do we need to talk about Avatar too much? No. A skip unless you're trying yeah, to dad. I, yeah, yeah. I'll only see it if I go to see it with your dad. Yeah. I so I'm definitely going to see this. I yeah, I'm likely to see this two or three times in theaters. I think. It's going to be long too. I don't want. Yeah, see it's three really hours long. and ten minutes. <laughs> oh my no. god! I that's what's going to be the 
funniest thing about the Avatar series is like normally when you have these big series, it builds up to the like, and now we have the three hour movie. Like every Avatar movie is going to be three hours long, and I bet the last one's like five hours long. <laughs> Fucking six yeah. hour movie. Like the, well, the last com- one is straight up going to be like, you need to take a vacation day to watch this movie. Yes, they need an intermission. Um, there's <laughs> like, <a> point. <laughs> yeah, there's like comedic actors in this too, and I don't, <laughs> I don't really like two. They're literally two. Giovanni Ribisi. You could say he's kind of a comedic actor, and Joel David one. Moore. Oh. Yeah, I guess. I haven't seen it in so long. I think I saw it in theaters once, and that's the only time I've ever seen it. I, saw it I don't really care for it that much. That's the first oh, time and I've Jermaine Clement's in this as well. It's the first time I've ever had spicy popcorn was when I watched Avatar 1. I need to hear another version of Shiny from Moana, but in Avatar. Shiny. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, no, it's going to be that exact same song, but like, yeah. just he's going to play that same character even. He's just going to play a CGI crab instead of an animated crab. <laughs> There's just going to be a photorealistic version of that same crab. Oh, oh, I can't wait now. Okay. I'll see it. I just don't, I don't I'll know. I don't find the patience. I'll watch it I, uh, Take your child. She will be dazzled. <laughs> worse. No. I'll take my child to the showing you're going to. She'll start <laughs> just see if, she'll just start just on like Uncle Trucks' lap the whole time and I'll be like, that one's a Navi. She's not going <laughs> to listen to you. She doesn't listen to me. Oh, but maybe she listen to Trunks. Trunks got the... Well, maybe. No, she loves Uncle Trunks. Uncle Trunksy. Okay. He smells of booze and tears. Like all good <laughs> uncles should. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, God. I think we're going way over time. We should... Oh, there's only like two more that... Yeah, there's only a couple out, left. Uh, Knock them out. Let's see. December 31st, uh, 21st, sorry, we have Bigfoot the Monster Within. Haven't heard Ooh. of it. No, don't care. I mean, I, I will fight. check out the trailer eventually. After that, we have I Want to Dance with Somebody. That's what I do want to see that. Is that a Whitney Houston one? Yep. Oh, oh I don't I know do why I, I thought it was a Michael Jackson one, but yeah, that's, that's Whitney Houston, clearly. Uh, and according to IMDb, the main character is Stanley Tucci. Really? Well, he's he's second build on Rotten Tomatoes, so I, <laughs> he I don't know why he's first build. I hope that means he's playing Whitney Houston. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the big, I think the big winner for this weekend, another Guillermo del Toro produced movie, uh, puts it Puss in Boots: The Last Wish. Ooh, you doing that? I saw that in here, and I did not know they were coming out with one of those. I, I've never seen any of the Puss in Boots movies. I think they've only done one so far. I thought they've done two. I think they did a TV show or something. Yeah. Uh, so Antonio Banderas and Selma Hayek are both in this. I'm in. Along with uh, Harvey I'm out. Uh, Guyen, who plays um, Guillermo on What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, Florence Pugh. I'm out. John Mulaney. I'm in. Uh, you say I'm out for Florence Pugh. What is wrong with you? Yeah. Olivia Coleman. I mean, oh, Ray Winstone, he's got a good voice for animation too. Yeah. I so part of what I'm excited for this one is they've changed up the animation style. So it looks it looks a little closer to like what um what Into the Spider-Verse or um Mitchell's first the machines was where it is is still no, it's it's not, but it's it's 
so it's still like a 3D animation, but it's it's much more things look a little flatter, a little more textural, a little more artistic. Mm-hmm. Like it's not the you know, it's not the very rounded, normal looking kind of cartooniness of the Shrek movies. CGI? Yeah. Shrek GI. <laughs> but so I I don't know. This is I mean, I like the animation movies. looks beautiful to me. I've been wanting to see the first one forever. Never got around to it, but I like, I like the Antonio Banderas is just now puss. Yeah, that's who he is forever. He was always meant to be puss. Oh my god! Sorry, <laughs> I was just thinking that the last uh, movie that I think we're gonna talk about is over, also over three hours. Oh god, that's Babylon. Uh, yeah, so that's that's the next weekend. Oh god, did I overshoot? So they showed the trailer. So I went to go see Smile the other night. Um, maybe it was last night, I can't remember. But they showed this trailer before, and that movie makes no fucking sense based off the trailer. And- I I think it's something where it's like the trailer is not meant to be giving you story details. It, it is giving you visuals and, and mood. So there will be a story though. I to tell you the truth, I'm I'm not even hundred percent convinced of that. because yeah. uh, this is the director of um La La Land, and am I right on this? Am I talking out my butt? Yeah, so Damien Chazelle, uh, who directed La La Land, Whiplash. Oh, he did Whiplash? First Man. Okay, oh, produced First Man. Wait. But he directed Whiplash? He, wait, he produced those. Uh, here we go. Yeah, so he directed Whiplash, La La Land, First Man, um, and a couple other small things. There's a I, lot of big names in this movie too. Yeah, uh, and I get it. Like he he's one of those directors right now that's like everything he's directed has been Oscar bait. Like uh, this looks like a little much based on the trailer. To be honest, I don't know. I, Have you seen the trailer? I've seen a trailer. Yeah. What I'm, it, it's kind of giving me the um, the vibes of uh, Hail Caesar, but like take out the comedy, put in a lot more like Dramedy. musical numbers. Oh, musical! Yeah, there's, so it's got Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, okay. uh, Gene Smart, then you get down here is Toby McGuire, Max Minghella, who I like, um, Flea, Jeff Garland, Ethan Please. Supley. Samara Weaving, Olivia Wilde, Spike Jones. Yeah, there's a lot of like. It's funny say, because I wouldn't even say some of these are big names anymore, but they're names that we recognize and we know who they are. Did you say Toby like, McGuire? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You said uh, Ethan Supley. Spike Jones. What? How? What is going on with this movie? <laughs> that's what, that's what I'm saying. Watch the latest trailer, and you'll be like, "What is happening?" I I literally can't tell you. I so. Let me look at the the synopsis. My take on what what I remember from the first trailer is this is kind of it's just Hollywood when it's like in a wild time, basically. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, kind of the golden age of Hollywood. There was definitely a just era of just like wild parties where everyone famous was doing the the craziest things, most like kind of self destructive. <laughs> wildest things, which yeah, was just yeah. completely unknown to the the 
the world outside of the film industry. I mean, 10 chicken quesadillas from Taco Bell. Yeah, that kind of shit. <laughs> regular spleens. So I, I think it's just going to be one of these kind of like, you know, love letter to old Hollywood. Everything's going to be over the top wild. And I don't know. It feels like one of those Oscar movies that's at the Oscars because the Oscars are like, oh, they're talking about us. Yeah, I can see that. But looks like there's a lot of slow motion smoking in this movie. And oh, if Cisco is going to tell you anything. Smoking is cool, baby. Yeah, smoking looks cool. So do it, kids. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, don't listen, kids. Listen, kids. Uh, listen yeah, so I think that is our last big movie of the year. Uh, there's also the that same weekend, there's the Cor- Corsage, which I haven't heard of. No breakfast sandwich. I don't believe so. Oh, it's a croissant. My bad. <laughs> <God damn it. laughs> uh, according to my list, on Christmas Day on December twenty fifth, there's Write It Black in the Port, which I haven't heard of either of these either, and I don't right away recognize anybody's name. And then on the 29th, there's a documentary coming out called Mirroring Michael Jackson. Okay. So according to IMDb, that's that's every major movie that's coming out for the rest of the year. Um, Never heard of more than half of those movies. I yeah, which I feel like I feel like I do not have my my kind of finger on the pulse the way I used to. Like I I don't I, think I, I just think that you think that some of these movies are big <laughs> because they're listed on here and they're not. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there's a couple things we skipped over, but. I don't know. Oh, I see how you're looking at this now. I got you. Yeah, you found the the page I'm on? Yes, and it is a mess. Yeah, wow. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. It's your opinion. Uh, I'm sliding into seeing what's coming out in... 2023? 2023. Oh, you excited to see that new Tom Hanks movie in 2023? Have you seen the trailer for it? No, I don't think I did. It's uh shoot, I can't remember what it's called now. It looks terrible. Um hold on, let me find it. I saw it. Something auto. I can't remember what it's called. But basically we're gonna be like, Sam, come get your man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh so of the ones we listed off, Cisco, what are your what are your top three? What are you most looking forward to? The Puss in Boots really got me for some reason. Um, <laughs> it's right up your alley, to be Silent honest. Silent Night. The Violent Night? Violent Night, my bad. Yeah, sorry. It's pretty much Sound Deadly Night. And then Christmas Bloody Christmas got me. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that one, Cody. That wasn't something I had seen anything about. And that, I mean, uh, that I don't fun. know if there's a trailer. I think it's going to be like a digital release that day. So like, I'll, 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 I'll buy it. I'll buy it for the voodoo. It's probably yeah. going to be on Shutter. According to Looking at these pictures, they got a lot of shutter in the background. Mm. See, I think for me, Strange World, Avatar, and I guess Puss in Boots. <laughs> I I don't know. I, I think when I see the trailer for um, Marlowe mm-hmm. and Empire of Light, both of those could kind of. I think those could both get on my lists, but that's kind of 
all that's really jumping out at me. I and mean, of course, there's the ones we, you know, like the whale, of course. Oh, the whale, yeah. I'm excited for. Uh, and then Violent Night, uh, anything Christmas related, I'm going to be excited to watch. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm a little Christmas baby. There's one coming out this weekend called Spirited, which I think is an Apple TV Plus, which. I think I heard about that one. It, it looks like it's a uh, Christmas story retelling with uh, Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell, yeah. That's why I heard about it. A musical version of Charles Dickens' story of a miserly misanthrope. Mis- I don't know if that's how you pronounce that. Who's taken on a magical journey. And it's got Octavia Spencer, Tracy Morgan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. I'll watch that. I that looks that was my five dollars a month to good use. Is this is uh, Apple Plus only five dollars a month? Yes. I I should just get it. I got locked yeah, out. Yeah, so you can freaking and... watch Ted Lasso. I'm caught up. Well, the season three hasn't house? started, right? No, season three. Hasn't yeah, started. so I'm caught up on Ted Lasso. Let's see, so the director of this you can watch some sports full house. This Christmas movie also did Sex Drive. Horrible I like Sex Drive two. That's my boy. Daddy's <laughs> Home and Daddy's Home Two. I only like one of those movies. <laughs> uh, huh? I, Daddy's Home wasn't. I've never terrible. seen either of them, but I have no desire to. So yeah, I liked. I remember in college being a big advocate for the unrated cut of Sex Drive because it was the first time I saw something where they did an unrated cut and they just like changed things that didn't need to be changed, like they. They just kind of broke the fourth wall with stuff. And they're just like, oh, there's yeah. random naked people in the background of this scene for no reason. It That's was like, like they, uh, they just went out of their way. Stuff. Exactly. They went out of their way to to be like, okay, and then here's the unrated content you wanted. It doesn't improve this movie. That movie's pretty funny, though. I yeah. like Clark Duke and anything. I, I do, too. I agree. And Seth Green is hilarious in it too. Yeah, he's like a Amish guy who knows how to fix cars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, and he's like such a smart ass and talks a lot of shit too. I like yeah. that. Like he's pretty funny. Okay. Well, I think that's it for today. You guys got any last thoughts? Anything else you want to mention? I guess you're not curious about my three movies I want to see. Oh shit! Yeah, what are your, <laughs> what are your top three. Uh, well, I talked about the first two already. Like two of them for sure are like Glass Onion and Fablemans. Those are my like big two. Uh, the third one could be like a lot of different things. Like the whale looks good. Violent Night looks like a lot of fun. Um, Strange World looks great too. There's just like so many movies I want to see that come out the same day, which yep. is kind of annoying. But sneak in, sneak in. I mean, I get the A list pass, so I could just get another ticket. Um, Don't support movies. Hey, you (laughs) want to watch my baby for 24 hours and I can go watch all the movies I want? Sure. (laughs) We're just going to watch Sing 2 four times while you're watching other movies. It's true. I mean, Cisco's like, wait, Sing 2, I'm in. I mean, she loves, well, she used to love Sing. I watched Sing 2 yesterday. Has she seen the Paddingtons yet? No, she's not. Ooh. She's more in the animated right now. So okay, like, once she gets same thing, sort of animated. Oh, uh, we're gonna. She has a Paddington like little doll thing that she likes. So doll. Does that count? 
It's yes. like a doll, but it's like I don't know. It's just like a stu- it's like a stuffed toy. It's an actual bear in a. In a I'm gonna yeah. let her watch all the classic Disney movies, and then we're going to talk about the reasons why they are all problematic now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm gonna make her watch a uh, society. <laughs> get, 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 um, ready, get ready for the real world. Yeah. The one thing I want to mention is that we we haven't mentioned uh, Black Panther at any point on this, which. I the main reason is I I believe this should be coming out after Black Panther has come out. Uh, yeah, I, I think tomorrow. Black Panther premieres today at midnight. Oh. Today, uh, today, yeah, because mm. the Friday release moved to Thursday releases, and midnight releases for Thursday are now you know Wednesday night, mm. and midnight releases start at seven. So I think I think so by now there are people who have it. seen it. So Sam and I are gonna go Saturday morning to see it, or Saturday afternoon. I I'm gonna try to go see it at some point this this weekend. So no, uh, no, that's we why we haven't been see, talking about the hype for that. Yeah, we were supposed to see Banshees of Insurance, but he changed his mind oh. and said he want to watch Black Panther instead. I mean, I get that. <laughs> I really want to see Banshees. That that's another one. I I hope I can get Man. it before the Oscars because I I think that looks like a Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson are so yeah. They're so funny I, together. They're so great together. They're great together. And then it's the same director as in, in Bruges, which yeah. is, is one where the two of them are just perfect together. I think so. he did another movie with them too, right? Uh, he did remember. Seven Psychos. Seven, seven Psychos is a lot that. of fun. Or Seven Psychopaths is a lot of fun. I love that movie. Um, And then I'm not sure what else he's done that's just what i know i know we're trying to wrap up but he did uh three billboards outside ebbing missouri that's a pretty good of course yep and he did the guard which i never watched but i always wanted to did you you know that that one one? it was brendan gleason and don Cheadle. don Cheadle goes to um i think they're in ireland which would make a lot of sense but he's like the only like black eyed like (laughs) in ireland he's just like uh investigating a case or something but he's just partnered up with Brendan Gleeson. No, I haven't heard of this at all. Is it like it's a got a ninety four percent on? No, I I think it's like modern. But uh, it came out in two thousand eleven, um, and it's got ninety four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. How did it's I supposed to be hilarious? But it's got like a good cast. Like it's got Liam Cunningham in, uh, in it. It's got Mark Strong. Okay. Um, oh, I yeah. vaguely recognize this cover. So this is he. He clearly. Oh, so yeah. He so, went back to kind of independent. UK or Irish. So I think he actually produced it, didn't direct it, but yeah, he did have something to do with that movie. Yeah, yeah, that looks like it's somebody else. I'm just going to go back and watch them all now. Okay, because Martin well, McDonough makes me feel like sorry. No, I'm like one more thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I, I get it. Martin McDonough. Who's who's the oh um, Martin McDonough and Guy Ritchie to me makes such similar movies like in terms of the comedic tone and everything. So mm. it's just like anytime they put out a movie, I, I I just love them. Let's see. So these ones were directed by sorry, these ones I clicked on another movie with Brendan Gleeson. <laughs> uh, these were John Michael McDonough. My, yeah. So I Must wonder if this is his brother. Is it his brother yeah. or like are they related? I think they work together on movies quite a bit. Yeah. So siblings. Okay, cool. That's kind of cool. That's a that's kind of the you know the Ridley Scott to, uh, Tony Scott yeah relationship back in the day. Okay, well, 
I don't know how long we've gone. It's the clock is much later than I was expecting, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's okay. I have no more things to talk about. So <laughs> great. So this has been the horror throwdown podcast. Just a chill little, little episode where I sat here and let my burrito get cold. <laughs> <laughs> I mind that sad cold burrito. Um, yeah, we'll be back soon. Uh, we should be watching Inkheart and a horror movie from that year. <laughs> we do Pagemaster. We we talked about Pagemaster. I I don't know if that's happening. I love Pagemaster. Um, yeah. So that's it for horror throwdown podcasts. Uh, Cody, do you have anything you want to you want to plug before we? Absolutely not. I don't care about anything else. Go watch Ted Lasso. That's the only thing I'm going to say. No, I was going to. Yeah, if you had like a, a another podcast or something you wanted to mention. Not not yet. Stay tuned. <laughs> okay. I can't promise anything at this point. (laughs) I like it's like I know you guys have recorded a few episodes, but I I, I paid some for the artwork. I gave you free artwork. I don't remember. It was good. Did you? I'll I'll resend it. Well, I'll resend it to you because I I sent a couple of really good pieces. I had to use two of them now because I paid someone. (laughs) No, if you paid someone, I'm sure it's better than my AI generated random artwork. (laughs) It was good though. I liked it. I paid Tyler. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait. Just... Did you really? No. Should I? <laughs> no. If you pay Tyler, he's just also going to do AI. Yes, he's going to do AI. <laughs> <laughs> um, he'll probably even send because I showed him the ones I made for you, and I think he went and we like went back and forth, and we're doing just like kaiju stuff for a little bit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll see you on there. Okay. Well, uh, that's it. Bye. Bye. Hi, Benny! Looks to me like you're on the wrong side of the river! Onto some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh huh.